Welcome to the Strong Families Podcast, where we believe that strong families connect to Jesus, connect to each other, to a faith community, and to their mission and purpose. Hey, Strong Families. This week's podcast is going to help us connect to each one of our four principles, to Jesus, to each other, to someone in our faith community, you'll hear that later, and to our mission and purpose in the world. But first, how about a story? When my husband, Pastor Greg, was a little boy, he had a little brother named Doug. Well, he still has a little brother named Doug. Greg was four years older than Doug, and sometimes he would come up with really crazy ideas. One day, Greg was playing in the living room, and he ran to find Doug and said, Hey, Doug, follow me into the family room. I have a great idea for a game. Greg laid on his back and scrunched his knees up into his tummy, and he had Doug sit on his feet, and then... Greg threw, like pushed out his feet really, really fast, and this catapulted his little brother Doug across the living room. It was a really fun game for like two or three tries because Doug felt like he was flying until Doug landed strange on his arm and broke it. Crack, snap. That wasn't a very good game. Another day, Greg said, hey, Doug, follow me. Let's ride your new bike down the really, really big steep hill in the woods behind our house. Silly Doug said, okay. He rode the bike down the hill through the woods and it went faster and faster and faster and he wasn't able to stop. And at one point he flew over the top of the handlebars and he started rolling. Doug ended up with a concussion that day. He couldn't even remember his own name. That wasn't very good either. When Greg and Doug grew up and got older, Greg invited him one day to go rock climbing. Follow me to this cliff, Greg said. Doug strapped in and he was climbing. And at one point, Greg said, oh, wait, you're not hooked in. And Doug started falling and he twisted up in the rope. And Greg said, oh, never mind. You were hooked in. Do you know what Doug said on that day? He said, I'm tired of following you. Every time I follow you, I get hurt. I guess it really matters who we choose to follow, doesn't it? It's really important who we follow because they can lead us into good things or they can lead us into bad things. So this podcast, our story today, is about when Jesus asked his first disciples to follow him. How did he convince them to follow him? Why did they say yes? Why did he choose these guys? Let's read it together and find out. We're still reading in Matthew 4 in your Bibles. If you want to follow along... We're starting in Matthew 4, verse 12. As I read, as always, just pay attention to what kind of stands out to you from the story. Here we go, Matthew 4, 12. When Jesus heard that John had been put in prison, he withdrew to Galilee. Leaving Nazareth, he went and lived in Capernaum, which was by the lake in the area of Zebulun and Naphtali, to fulfill what was said through the prophet Isaiah. Land of Zebulun and land of Naphtali... The way of the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people living in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. From that time on, Jesus began to preach, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. As Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Come follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. At once they left their nets 
and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James the son of Zebedee and his brother John. They were in a boat with their father Zebedee, preparing their nets. Jesus called them, and immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. Okay, so here's a couple of really important things I want to share about this story. First of all, I think it's cool that Jesus lived among these people. Before he ever called them, he went and he lived in their town. He was teaching and he was preaching and he was kind of letting just people see who he was. Jesus always shows us who he is before he asks us to follow him. And the way he shows us this today is in the Bible. That's why it's important to read it, which is what we're doing right right now. Another thing I want you to notice is that Jesus's message was the same as his cousin John the Baptist. He said, repent, the kingdom of heaven is near. I've been to Capernaum. It's right on the edge of the sea. Now it's a town that's very, very old and it's in ruins. And you can kind of only see the bottoms of the foundations of the old houses that were made out of rocks and stone. But it's really just a couple steps away from the beach. The old buildings come right almost up to the edge of the beach. And the beach is rocky. And when I stood there, I looked out and I could kind of imagine Peter and John kneeling down in the rocks, kind of working to untangle their nets. Sometimes the call of Jesus comes when we're doing something else. But he said, follow me. He said, I could make you fishers of men. This is kind of silly. We don't actually fish for people. I mean, we don't hook them and kind of bring them in and catch them. What does this mean to catch people? You can talk about that with your family. Another thing about him, he said, follow me. And it just said immediately they left everything. So Pastor Melissa, that's me. I'm a writer. And I don't think this is really very good writing. Because if Jesus said, follow me as a writer, I would have some conflict. I would have Peter saying, oh, no, what might be the the dangers? And I would have Andrew saying, I think I want to. But the Bible doesn't tell us anything like that that was happening in their head. It just says, They left everything and they followed him. Why did they do this? The last thing is that Jesus said the kingdom of heaven is here now. Wait a minute. I thought the kingdom of heaven was in heaven. Like when we all go to heaven someday. What does it mean that it's here now? Well, I think it means that we can start living lives that reflect God's kingdom values right now. You guys, we don't have to wait till we get to heaven to love each other and forgive each other and work towards peace, we can do that now. We can start the kingdom of heaven here now. That's different than thinking that heaven is just far away someday. Okay, so here's your questions to talk about with your family. Number one, what was it about Jesus that made them just want to leave everything and follow them? They had been working on untangling these nets. Maybe they almost got all the knots out. Have you ever tried to untangle a piece of string? It's ridiculous, especially if you have short fingernails. What if their nets were almost untangled and then Jesus said, follow me, and they just left everything? Why? There are some clues in the text if you look for them. Why did they leave everything and follow him? And question number two, I want each person in your family to answer this. What is it about Jesus that makes you want to follow him? What specific things have each person in your family share? When I asked my family why it said, I want to follow Jesus because I see how my family follows him. And the stories in the Bible make me want to follow him. Toby said, I've seen him do so many things in my life and work so much in my life. 
I don't know why I wouldn't follow him. I want to help other people see what he can do. Brooks said, I follow him because he loves me, because he died on the cross for me. Pastor Greg said, I follow him because I like being known. I know that he's always got my best interests at heart, even the thing that I may not know I need. He knows that. There's safety in that. So that's your assignment. Ask each person in your family, why do you find it wonderful to follow Jesus? What makes you want to follow him? And then I have another assignment for you. I want you to ask one other person tonight or throughout the weekend, what is it about Jesus that makes you want to follow him? Everybody in your family, ask someone different. You can call someone, FaceTime them, find them at church, find a teacher at school, write it down or whatever you like. Bring your answers back to your family and try to figure out what makes all of us want to follow Jesus. Then I have one advanced family question for older kids or maybe for mom and dad to think about later. Here's your last assignment. If the kingdom of heaven is really supposed to start right here, right now, here on earth, what can we do? What is our family doing to make that a reality? Have fun talking and studying together, strong families. When Jesus says, follow me, I hope you leave everything and do it.